when the replay official did not stop I, the game. I'm not going to comment on that. I'll get fined for the rest of my life if I get commented on that. We had a great belief in our locker room. We didn't have to do anything special, just be us. I was so proud of this team. We had so much fun, it ought to be illegal. Coach Carousel talk, is that something you just ignore? Yeah, yeah, you, you ignore because one week you're getting fired and the next week you're going to take another job, and I'm worried about the darn SEC West Championship. And So, yes, to answer your question. Our purpose is to win, make no mistake about it, but it's to win the right way. And our goal, our stated goal, is going to be to win the Sun Belt, uh, sorry, to win the SEC East. That's iron sharpening iron. That's the way this thing's got to work, man. We got to know and understand that it's got to be about competition. Talk about the reception you received from the fan, fan base. Did you ever think you'd be kissing and hugging babies at the tarmac when you got off the plane? Um, a lot better than another tarmac experience that I had. <laughs> I didn't think of it. It was like, <laughs> like an anniversary or something like that. We're coming. We're coming, and we ain't backing down. It's time for Carolina football. Let's get the fuck out of your seats. Spurs up. Welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast, brought to you by my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vowels on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, we got some good stuff here. On this episode, it's going to be a little wacky. It's going to be a little zany. Because all I found was kind of hilarious quotes and comments here (laughs) for the show. We got the big three coming up. Uh, I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Oh, doing fantastic, man. I love these clips that we're about to get to. It's going to to help you get through your Thursday because we all know what tomorrow is, Christmas Eve. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and a quick update here. Literally, uh, right before I got on the podcast, got the email from the Koozie Company. Those bad boys are in the mail to me. They're arriving on Friday as soon as they... I got a stack. No joke. I got a stack probably 45 people. They've already Mm -hmm. put in their review. They've already sent it to me. So you're going to be getting those first koozies, going to be sending them out. The minute I get them, I'm sending them out to you guys. But we got plenty left. Remember, if you're Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Auburn, Arkansas, we got all those. And then the moment I get these koozies, I just want to check them to make sure they're good. I'm going to be ordering Alabama, LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Hell, we're going to have the entire SEC covered before long. Yeah. So get in those five-star reviews. Get yourself a koozie. Well, I mean, I do want to say we did get a couple shout-outs today. I thought those were awesome. Mm -hmm. So if you do got a koozie, you got a cold beer in there, feel free to send those over. Absolutely. But, hey, we got uh, somewhat of a serious topic here. Uh Oh. We already talked about it. This uh, damn hurricane, let's hope it doesn't hit hard or or whatever but it certainly sounds like it's headed to louisiana alabama all these states we've already got the lsu game officially moved to columbia missouri that's that's something we talked about on the last episode and now it sounded like this ls excuse me alabama old miss game may be affected so let's kick it over real quick to lane kiffin talking about the latest what he's hearing and then Nick Saban on how they're preparing for this damn thing. 
Coach, we're kind of hearing that there's a chance that the game could be delayed to potentially Sunday later in the year. How does that kind of affect your preparation throughout the week? It hasn't yet. You know, we've heard three options. One would be Friday, one would be Sunday, and one would be later in the year. So um, <clears throat> I don't think we'll know until uh, tomorrow for sure. I think they're kind of holding off on, you know, the most accurate weather we can get and figure it out. So nothing's changed so far. Just to clarify, Lane, because I might have misunderstood, is playing on Saturday still one of the possibilities as well? Yes. Okay. That is where we're headed right now. Coach, in the event that the game is played on Saturday, how much do you guys spend this week just preparing for, for things like playing with wet footballs and, and things like that to get the guys ready? Yeah, well, we did, everything we did today was with a wet ball. So, you know, we just we did about half the practice yesterday, wet ball. Today, everybody that handled the ball was wet. So um, that's... That's all we can do to prepare for it. We can't make it rain. All right, Shade. So it sounds like, <laughs> hell, I hope this game happens on plan, but uh, maybe Sunday, maybe kicked back potentially to November 7th. That's a common open date for Alabama and Ole Miss. So there's no telling when this game is taking place, but I sure hope it happens this weekend because the closer we get to this thing, Nick Saban, Lane Kiffin going back and forth, man. I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, you kid. And the and Butch Jones with the wet balls. You know, you know he's been <laughs> one, he's he's part of the moisture detail. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> let me just wrap my head around this for a second. Okay, so let me ask you, Mike. What does that have to do with Oxford, Mississippi? Well, again, please don't take our advice on weather. <laughs> you know, we don't know what <laughs> we're talking about. But I'm just going off of uh, what. I've been seeing with these uh, weather outlets. And again, we're talking here Wednesday evening. So if you're in the path of this storm, please check it on Thursday here. But they're saying it's going to potentially hit Louisiana on uh, like overnight Friday. So Saturday morning, we're talking about the storm hitting. And I mean, we're talking 100 miles per hour winds and and crazy rain and everything. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just Oxford kind of in the path of it. So that's why they may play it early, so they can avoid the storm. May play it Sunday. Maybe the storm has passed. Maybe let's hope, hope and pray it's nothing, you know. But um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of a, they're doing all these contingency plans, and uh, by Thursday morning they expect to make a final decision, exactly like they did for Missouri LSU. So probably by the time most people are hearing this, they've made a determination, but. We'll know soon enough, but as of Wednesday evening, they have not made a, a determination on it. Okay. Yeah, no, just just wild. I didn't I didn't expect that game to be in jeopardy, but that uh, just goes to show. I know nothing about the weather, Mike, or hurricanes. There's not a lot of those down here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, speaking of this uh, Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban back and forth, we got to share these clips. Lane Kiffin was on the Dan Patrick Show and he, he had more to say. We'll get to it in just a moment here. But the, the key part here, him talking about, uh, you know, everybody, the, the narrative all week. It's Lane Kiffin versus Nick Saban. Lane Kiffin ain't buying it. And then Nick Saban was actually asked to respond. So we got both these guys back to back. This is just gold here. Last time you corresponded with him, you text him? Uh, he doesn't text, so that, that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> he I told thought- me he just got email, Lane. There's no way he's doing that. <laughs> well, somebody somebody is doing it for him, but he said due to COVID, he decided he was going to get email. 
He just got email. Wow. <laughs> What's what? <in> that Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> but you, you're going against Alabama, but you're going against Nick Saban, right? Well, <laughs> I don't play and he doesn't play, so um, we, we'd – We'd have better chances if that was the case, I think. I, think. <laughs> I don't think he can cover me. He's got, he's got a bad Well, I don't know. He's a former defensive back, so he might be able to cover you. Yeah, he's in his, he's in his like... <laughs> I was told to that I'm, I'm really worried about Coach. You know, he's elderly now, you know. So oh, no. Hey, Coach, uh, we've seen Lane Kiffin kind of poke fun at you a few times. Today he was asked about the Saban versus Kiffin matchup. He said... We're not playing, but if we did, he couldn't cover me. I'm worried about him because he's elderly. Would you like to respond to that? No, I think he's probably right. I wouldn't disagree with him. Um, you know, I, I guess what I would ask is when he's my age, what's he going to be like? Then? I, I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit of a, um, you know, disadvantage to be, you know, my age and have had a hip replacement. But. You know, I still pride myself in my ability to cover. I just don't think I could cover him. All right, Chad. I think this is the first time I've ever heard Dick Saban say, you know, I think the opponent's right. I couldn't handle him. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, Saban's on that treadmill every day. So, mm-hmm. you know, Miss Terry's been keeping him in shape. So maybe he – and I, I'm just I'm just throwing this out there because I'm a big guy myself. But, you know, Lane has put on a few pounds here, Mike. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how quick he is anymore. So uh, I'm honestly this... surprised Saban didn't go there. I thought he was going to say, you know, Lane's looking a little pudgy. I don't know. <laughs> I got to admit, I, I, I didn't know what Saban was going to do. If you watch the video for, for a second, I was like, oh, God, he's he's going to be grumpy Saban, you know. But then all of a sudden, he just he just started dying laughing. I think he's thinking about all the stuff he wish he could say, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wait till he fires up his email tonight, Mike. <laughs> and then, uh, so I said we got more Kiffin comments from this interview with Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick, I mean, he's... He's just an amazing interviewer. He gets this good stuff out of these guys. Let's kick it over to Lane Kiffin talking about recruiting Tim or trying to recruit Tim Tebow to USC and betting advice for this Ole Miss Alabama game. <laughs> Greg Sankey must have been, oh, my God, he's he's probably beside himself listening to these ones. Give me your favorite recruiting story. Uh, I don't know that I – oh, I, um, I was an assistant. I was a recruiting coordinator for Pete Carroll. So I would plan the trips where we were going to go and, you know, had the top recruits in, in around the country that I had to go recruit. And so Tim Tebow, I was on Tebow, and I was kind of like, I used to think we could sign everybody, you know, no matter what. So um, me and Ogeron always said, that, well, we'll go get them no matter what, Coach. So I go down there, see Tebow, and so I fly co- Coach across the country. You know, we get there, we start driving. He's like, where are we? Like, we're in the middle of nowhere out in Jacksonville. He's like, why is this kid going to come to USC? I'm like, Coach. We're going to get them. We're going to get them. And we pull up to the farm that they live on, and there's a Florida Gator mailbox. <laughs> used to walk in. There's a Florida Gator mat right there. And uh turns to me, he's like, he's like, why are you wasting my time right now? <laughs> uh, uh, and we stayed for like four hours. Great family. His dad, Bob, and everybody and brother were there. And so um, he goes, oh, that was a really enjoyable four hours. Um, so where's the next quarterback we're going to go try to get? Oh, God. Did you think you had a chance? I did. He came out for an official visit. Uh, I think we beat UCLA that day or something in a big win and uh, took him out that night to the beach uh, to dinner. And um, 
you know, I used to kind of think we were going to get everybody. So um, maybe Tim Tim says we came in second place, so that counts. Well, have fun this weekend. And uh, you got any surprises for uh, Coach Saban? Um, I, I don't know. We're going to need everyone that we can. I think we're like 50-point underdogs. <laughs> You're not 50-point underdogs. Well, Dan, I, <laughs> the average score is like 63 to 13 the last years <laughs> combined. So that's 50 points. So. <laughs> McLovin, would you check and see what kind of underdogs Mississippi is to Alabama? Yeah, he's right. It's 50-something right now. No, I'm just kidding. No. No, it's not 50. It's probably, probably like 24 and a half or something. It's 23 and a half, Coach. For enter- yeah, entertainment purposes only. 23 and a half. I'm, yeah. taking, old, I'm taking Mississippi in the 23 and a half. All right, let's go. <laughs> I don't, I'm hey, allowed hey. to. I'm, I, I can talk about this. You can't talk about this. No, take take the money line. It'd probably be like plus plus one million. <laughs> so I'm taking Mississippi straight up against Alabama. The money line. Let's go. All righty. All right. If I win, I'll share the money with you. Okay. I don't think that's legal. No. Okay. I won't do that then. Wouldn't you know it, Shane? I mean, Lake Giffen, <laughs> he even knew the exact betting line here. And these coaches mm-hmm. act like they don't know anything about this stuff, but uh, he's probably got it plastered all over that damn facility what the spread is right now with Alabama being a 24-point favorite in this one. Yeah, Sankey's like, what am I going to do with these Mississippi guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, This is awesome. I love it because, you know, that, it's the unwritten rule. I, I kept, I was like, oh, oh man, don't mess up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't, <laughs> don't say something you're going to regret because that's the last thing we want is to see uh, uh, any, type, any coaches get in trouble. But, uh, yeah, these, these boys know the money line. And don't think they're not using it as fire – you know, coming into these games. Mm-hmm. All right, well, hey, speaking of Mississippi, guys, let's uh, kick it down to Mississippi State just real quick. Um, on the latest SEC coaches teleconference, no one was going to the bathroom. Like I told you, that was a very rare occurrence. But one, kind of the one note here that I thought was noteworthy, Mike Leach, you keep seeing people talk about it. Oh, we figured out the air raid, just dropped eight into coverage. And that's all it's going to take to slow this train down. Mike Leach ain't having none of that. I heard you earlier this week mention about a uh, defense dropping eight uh, in during the air raid. Uh, is that uh, tell me teaching wise how difficult is that to deal with in the air raid? Well, we'd have been out of business uh, two decades ago if it was too hard, you know. So. Um, you know, I think uh, you just go, you just go out there and execute. I mean, it's not, it's nothing new. You know, it's like, uh, you know, we have a misstep and everybody thinks it's something new. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, there's a bunch of film on the internet they can go watch if they'd like to see both positive and negative playing against drop eight. All right, Shane. So, I mean, I just thought this was a great comment here from Mike Leach. That's all it took. We'd be out of business 20 years ago. That's right. <laughs> if it were that easy, he wouldn't be the coach at Mississippi State, Mike. <laughs> I know. And uh, what it comes down to, no one could have seen Kylan Hill getting hurt, but a running back is a, just a zone buster. They just – Mississippi State didn't have that. Looks like they're going to get Kylan Hill back. And, you know, we I've been trying to – Pump the brakes a little bit on this Costello hype. I think he's, you know, certainly you go back and watch the tape against LSU. He's got incredible arm talent. He's putting the ball where it needs to be with great touch. 
But the guy's got seven turnovers. I've said it once before or twice. Seven turnovers in two games. That's simply not a recipe for winning in the SEC. They've got to get that cleaned up. And Mike Leach isn't going to go out here and publicly call out his quarterback like I'm doing it. So, that I mean, that's kind of part of what he's talking about here. It's not so much what defenses are doing to them. It's the lack of execution by Mississippi State's offense. And if they can get that rolling, I think we're going to see more of what we saw week one, them lighting up the scoreboard. So I'm hoping for, uh, you know, Bulldog fans, that that's, that's kind of what we – not for Kentucky fans, but for Bulldog fans, I hope that's what we're getting here pretty soon out of Mississippi State's offense. Absolutely, Mike. And, you, you know, not a lot of people ask for my medical advice, uh, but I was watching KJ – uh, during that game, and I don't know if you noticed it, but he started he started working that rotator cup, you know. And mm-hmm. but after two weeks, you know, I, I just think about how many just attempts he's had. You know, they're, they're not working, they're not wearing them out in practice. So uh, it, it may be a little bit of that as well, just getting his body, you know, tuned to throw sixty passes a game. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, hey, the only other thing I got here. Actually, I got a couple clips here, but this is going to be a big game this weekend, obviously. Arkansas at Auburn. And man, remember, so the last episode we played comments from Gus Malzahn touting up the coaching staff there at Arkansas, just noting how big of a difference there is this year. Well, he hired the damn guy that was running it last year. <laughs> well, here we got Auburn linebacker Owen Popo. I mean, he basically said the same thing. Hey, Owen, what are your uh, initial thoughts about Arkansas on offense and kind of what the challenges they might bring this week, DL? Uh, I think they got a. Uh, I think they, they look better than what they have in the past uh, few years. Uh, definitely better from last year. Uh, you know, they got a new quarterback in Felipe Franks. He's a really talented guy, and I think he's uh, brought that offense together and got those guys to play hard and play together. So um, I think it's going to be a pretty good game for us, and we're we, we going to have to give them all we got because I know we're going to get their best shot. All right, Shane, so once again, I threw this comment out on Twitter, and I got to credit these Razorback fans. They, they're clued into what I'm putting down there. This one blew up. They are just having just a good old time bashing Chad Morris, and it's pretty bad that you got the coaches saying it, you got the players saying it, and, you know, in the back of their mind, I, I certainly don't think they're trolling Chad Morris, but if you're an Arkansas fan, it, it certainly reads that way. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you kind of – I mean, you you do this. Uh, Arkansas is doing it because Coach Morris is down there, you know. And of course, they're going to sing their praise. But if you <laughs> if you remember, I, I'm trying to think of other coaches, you know, like Lane Kiffin when he came back to Tennessee had extra security, you know. <laughs> Butch Jones fight coming in the stadium, you know. It's just uh, this. That's what that's what this is all about, Mike. You know, so he's going to have a little bit of humble pie, you know, playing these guys and and seeing some of these guys that he recruited, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think it just adds to the drama. I love it. Hey Shay, well before we move on, let's uh, remind the listeners we're brought to you by my bookie, the online sports book. Head on over to mybookie.ag today. All new customers receive a hundred percent deposit match up to a thousand dollars. That means if you're a new customer to mybookie.ag and you put in the promo code that SEC, that's T H A T S E C, they will match your initial deposit up to $1,000. So you could potentially start 
with $2,000 to gamble on, Shane, immediately. And we got this college football firing up. We're going to get into some some picks here. But, man, I'm just fired up that college football is finally here. And the only thing that makes football better, in my opinion, is drinking some beer and betting all these games. So (laughs) head on over to mybookie.ag. Once again, that promo code is that SEC over at mybookie.ag. Thousands of cross sports, wagers, props, parlays, all that. Winning season begins today only at my bookie with that promo code, that SEC. Well, skipping to the other side here, we got two great comments here. One from Sam Pittman was on Out of Bounds by a friend of the show, John Neighbors, his Arkansas radio program, talking about his jukebox comment. I just thought <laughs> this was great. And then this is uh, Arkansas defensive back Joe Fusha, who was named co-SEC Defensive Player of the Week last week, had an outstanding game. And just listen to his comments here. I mean, the Razorbacks are going into this matchup. They're feeling Mm -hmm. confident. They feel like they got a chance. And I think, you know, we're just winning that game, getting over that streak. We may have gotten over the hump here on the hill. I also want to ask you uh, kind of a funny question. I know a lot of people love some of the quotes that you had after the Mississippi State game, but have people given you a lot of crap about saying turn up that jukebox? Because I don't know if there was a jukebox there in the Mississippi State visiting locker room, but have you heard a lot of responses from that? Man, that showed my age, didn't it? <laughs> I was hanging out in the wrong places when I was a kid, I guess. But now I actually got a T-shirt, Nike T-shirt, by the way, that said turn up that damn jukebox. <laughs> turn that, that jukebox on. So, yeah, I've got a little flack on that. But I'll be honest with you. I just am who I am. I, You know, I, I don't have sayings and all that, but some of these kind of silly sayings I say have caught on, and I, I don't mean them to. That's just who I am. But I thought there was a jukebox in there, so I just I wanted to crank it up. Yeah, so I was going to use, um, you know, like Coach Pittman said uh, today in, in, in meetings, uh, that you have an eagle, you have a hawk. A eagle, when it's raining cold, go inside, right? You know, a hog, we, we love that mud, we love that water. So that's what we're going to be out there Saturday. We're going to be some wild hogs getting dirty, muddy, rainy. We don't, we're we going to be in that weather. So we're not concerned about that. You know, we just we just ready to, to go play, you know, to, to keep showing the world what we have here at Arkansas. That's, that's what we're going to do. All right, Shane. So, I mean, how great is it? It certainly <laughs> seems like Sam Pittman is rubbing off on these players and they've, they've just got that added confidence. And I love to see it. And I love Sam Pittman again here, just being authentic. Hell, he's, he calls it a jukebox because that's, that's what it was back <laughs> in his day. And he ain't changing. You know, he's just one of those guys and he's authentic. And that's what we like about him. That's it, man. The kids are looking around like, what the hell's a jukebox? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I bet those boys partied hard. I bet that I bet there was a little bit more than a twenty-four hour roll up there in uh, in Arkansas, don't you think, Mike? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, a little inside info here. Yeah, I did say there was not a whole lot of, you know, noteworthy comments from the SEC teleconference, but. Kirby Smart was asked about Pittman, and he, and he was like, "Yeah, he had this old jukebox in his basement." And then Pittman was asked about it, and he was going off about it. Just He said, uh, you know, they don't got a basement anymore, so they don't got it set up. But that's what he said. He's like, yeah, Kirby used to come over, and we kicked a jukebox. So, <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine those two cutting up. You know what? Oh, yeah, man. I love it. 
All right, Shane, so I said, uh, you know, this is going to be a little fun show, a little brief show, and, and just some wacky stuff that I had for you. I just, you know, trying to give people a good laugh here before we get into this weekend, before we get into the weekend picks on the next episode. But that's all I got, but I know you got something for us. Yeah, buddy, I got the big three. Uh-oh. Cousin Shane's big three. Well, Mike, you know, that this was another fantastic weekend in the uh, NFL. Mm-hmm. A lot of, lot of players shining this weekend. I mean, everything from I, I saw Keyshawn Vaughn get a touchdown, uh, Joe Burrow getting his first NFL win. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just a lot of good things. Um, but you know me, I've got to narrow it down. So we got it narrowed down to the big three and one more honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Dak finds a way to get on this damn list every single time. But I had to mention 502 yards passing, four touchdowns. Now, granted, he had two turnovers. That's why he's an honorable mention. Mm -hmm. But he currently has 364 more yards than any other quarterback in the NFL. I mean, could you imagine what the pirate could do if he had one year of Dak? Mm. <laughs> man, it's time to pay that guy, isn't it? Absolutely, man. You think, you think, but that's that's Jerry. But anyway, let's get to the list, Mike. Number three, I've got DJ Chart, aka the Flash. And I don't know if you remember this kid down there in LSU, but this week for the Jaguars, he had eight receptions 95 yards and two touchdowns and unfortunately it wasn't enough for the 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 mustache to to get the victory but <laughs> dj definitely did everything he could to help uh to help the jaguars mike number two mm-hmm. i've got from the university of alabama amari cooper Ooh. same i mean you can't talk about Dak throwing for a thousand yards if you don't mention who's catching the ball with 12 receptions, 134 yards, and a touchdown, Amari Cooper was all over the place, man. Again, fell a little short. And you know who they fell short to? Mm. Browns. No, no, Browns. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike ain't got time for the NFL. He's no, I really don't. I, I love it. But I'm going to tell you, man, this guy, 
A lot of people talking about how overranked he was and and whatnot, but he really shined down there in Jerry's world, uh, and that would be one Mr. Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver from the LSU Tigers. Uh, not only did he have five receptions, 81 yards, and two touchdowns to the air, but he also had two rushes for 73 yards and a touchdown on the ground. And I'm telling you, there was one freaking play, Mike, on this mm-hmm. that you, you just forget how fast OBJ really is. And in fact, next gen stats clocked him at going 20.64 miles per hour on the 50 yard touchdown run that he had against the Cowboys. That's freaking fast, Mike. You get a speeding ticket in my drive, in my, in my neighborhood for going over 15. You know what I'm saying? They're going to say, slow down, OBJ. Not on my street. So, but anyway, uh, well, Mike, that's. That's all the news I got from the NFL. It was, again, another fantastic week. There was a lot of players, man. Uh, Jefferson got him another big one. It just, I just, I didn't want to, I had to mention him, but it's like, damn, Shane, you know how many LSU players you going to mention? But <laughs> let's just say the LSU Tigers shot this weekend in the, in the SEC. So, or in the NFL, it was a fantastic weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing what we got this coming up week. Um, and not to mention college football, man. I mean, this is, this is where it all starts. It's a stepping stone to the, to the, to the league. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we watch these guys play on Saturday and it's just nice watching them develop and, and grow on Sundays as well. Absolutely. Shane. Well, I think that's going to do it for this one. And, you know, like we said in the intro, if you made it this far, if you wouldn't mind going just that step further, giving us a five-star written review on Apple podcast, that, that's kind of how we grow the show. That's why we really ask you to, to do it. And that's why we reward you with a koozie. So we're going to be reading those off on the next episode and making our picks. And I can't wait for this weekend. How about you, Shane? Absolutely, Mike. I am freaking stoked. I, I'm ready for the game Saturday. I'm ready for the game Sunday. It's just like I can't get enough of football. And uh, we've got a, we've got several more weeks of it to go. So I'm loving every minute of it. I appreciate everybody hanging out with us. Uh, the new koozies are in. So get those, get those right, uh, reviews in, and we'll be sure to send one out your way. Absolutely. All right, Shane, that's going to do it. Thanks for joining me. As always, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Uh, let's kick it over to Lane Kiffin. Son of a bitch. Let's kick it over to Lane Kiffin. Damn it. Let's kick it over to Lane Kiffin. Talk-